Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and I'm still here. I've stayed a whole week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm still up here with uh, Wonko and Mrs. Wonko and five cats. And um, we've just been watching King Kong, which is episode 15 of series three of Xena. And... Wonka's having a massive sulk because she <laughs> she, was, she was convinced this was an Autolycus episode and it so isn't. I was really convinced. I was sure that it was an Autolycus episode, but I just got that from the title, to it's, be fair. It's having the word king in, isn't it? Because we've had King of Thieves. And it's a con. There's a con yeah, happening. King of Assassins and there's a con. So it was so, a reasonable assumption. Oh. But it turns out there's a reason... You'd forgotten this episode. There's a reason I've forgotten this episode. I I, I completely forgot it. Uh, uh, and there's a reason for that, and it's because I fucking hate it. <laughs> um, we've got we've got uh, Flam and I have quite different opinions, right? Because like, the episode just ended, literally like less than five minutes ago. Mm. Uh, and I I said, did you actually enjoy that? Because she was like laughing. Yeah. Uh, at the jokes and like I was just saying that I was on my phone the entire time trying not to pay attention mm-hmm. um Flam's going to accuse me of not having properly watched it like she well, already has acu- well, she already has accused me of it but you d- I've you've seen just enough. said yourself you were t- titting around on your phone I can I can pay attention to two things at once well rip to you but I'm different check like, out check out you <laughs> your neurotypical privilege (laughs) what can i say you know um i'm I'm really sorry that you know must suck to be you but i can pay attention (laughs) to both my phone and the tv at the same time um Uh, and i know enough yeah and i also well i (laughs) right i looked up the i looked up the wiki to see if it Mm. went how i thought it was gonna go and yes it did and from that point on i was like fuck this (laughs) okay yeah, so there, there are two, I think my colleague here has, well, actually probably three major complaints about this episode. The first, as I've said, is does not contain Autolycus, despite having King of in the title, which yeah. is misleading. Second count against it is it has more than enough Joxa, which is like any. <laughs> any, any Joxa. And the third strike, and you're out, is we are introduced for the first time in a while to a new potential soulmate of the week. Mm-hmm. Warning, this episode may contain traces of heterosexuality. Oh. That's that's your issue, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is my issue. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. I'm so, sorry to be a heterophobe. So for, the, for those who, like us, had completely forgotten it and, and may not have got around to watching it again... Uh, the setup here is we're in um, a casino, an oldie, old ancient Greek casino in whatever Las ancient Vegas, Vegas is. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Las Vegas. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ancient Las Vegas. But yeah, right. so, so uh, we see Jocks are winning big at the table, which is your first clue. This is bullshit. <laughs> but then immediately getting conned out of his winnings um, by uh, Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> By fucking Mick Hucknall and generic, generic, scraggly, square-jawed pretty boy. Yeah. So Mick Hucknall we have seen before. He was Dephobus in Beware Greeks Bearing Gifts. Yeah. uh, Where he was was a sleazy, double-crossing 
no good son of a back eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> and here he is again playing pretty much the same same kind of role. No, he's not. He's sort of all right in this. Yeah. He's just a he's a tra- a shyster. So, <laughs> so he is a shyster. So Rafe and Eldon are our um pair of pair of con artists. Pair of twats. Yeah. So quick quick plot plot. I say plot in air quotes. Um summary Jocks wins at the at the table. Uh Siegfried and Roy con him out of their winnings by doing a bit of so you owe you look I'll give you the 25 dinars but that leaves him 25 dinars so if I give that to him and and then you just so they con him out of his winnings basically. is this your quick recap yeah <laughs> <laughs> can I do a quicker recap no because yours is gonna be a shite no I'll do a, I'll do a proper plot recap okay. but it'll be quicker than this fine <laughs> be quicker because you didn't watch it I did fucking watch it go on then right quick plot recap Joxer gets conned out of his money and then the casino that? guys... Yeah, I'm just recapping it because you spent so long explaining it. You're recapping the recap. But... <laughs> How meta. Um, then Joxer gets beaten up by the casino guys mm-hmm. who are wanting the money back because that's how casinos work. When you win big, they just yeah. beat you up and take the money back. Yeah. Um, And then Zena and Gabrielle encounter him being beaten up and then they want to get revenge yeah, because they're basically like the other Derry girls. And they're saying, Orla's he's, a our dick. Dick. he's our dick! <laughs> uh, so Zena's got this plan that she's going to con the casino and um, he's basically just con the casino guy out of his casino. And that's what the rest of the episode is. Using the con men and it's like double con, triple con, who's on whose side? Oh, is it a con? Is it another con? Is it a second con? And oh, meanwhile, no, he did. So sad. And meanwhile, uh, the two con men have got a bet going over over whether or not Square Jaw Pretty Boy can fuck Xena. It's whether he can get Xena to kiss him. No, originally it was Turns fuck. Out. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Mick Hucknall says she won't even so much as kiss you because he's he's got a gaydar. Mick Hucknall. <laughs> he says no man can score with her. Yeah, he does actually. So you were right, Mick Hucknall. You were correct. But no, not according to this fucking episode. Um, <laughs> you know, because despite obviously knowing that she's being played by him for a bet, yeah, Zena falls for it anyway. Like, fucking... Mm. Anyway, Gabrielle's got a, twist, a twisted ankle. <laughs> Here, funny story. Uh, Renny O'Connor actually did twist her ankle on the set of One Against an Army and it was part of the plot in that episode but it's not part, <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be part of the plot in this episode. They had to do a, a bit of a hasty rewrite at the start and then she's using her staff quite genuinely as a walking stick. Yeah, and spending <laughs> much more time on Argo than Yeah, than and usual. like, and sitting next to Joxer's pat, you know, patting down his his scratched up face. Yeah, this is this for me is one of the worst things about the episode. What, is that Joxa gets it? beaten to a bloody pulp, but so badly that we can't even enjoy it. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Because like you were you were saying you thought you thought Tara getting beaten up was enjoyable. And I was like, Do you know what? I can't even enjoy this because it's too real. Like it's too Yeah, it was quite It wasn't the comedy sort of beat up, it was the Doctor's about to get beaten to death sort of beat up. Yeah. And he was quite badly hurt. Yeah, props to makeup artists. It was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so, like, he wasn't the comic relief that he normally is. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah. Well, I mean, quite nice that he wasn't around goofing around. But, yeah, couldn't couldn't really enjoy... Didn't enjoy this near-death as much as I enjoyed him getting stuck getting in the chest with a shotgun. 
Yeah, as much as we yeah. enjoyed his actual deaths yeah. that we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so that was disappointing. Yeah, so that is sad. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, Zena gets to do a bit of her dress up. They get to, they get into the dress up box again. Yeah, they do a bit of role play. Uh, yeah, some role play happens and some conning and some rubies. Are there rubies involved? There's a like, ruby. There's a ruby. Is a big old ruby and like. Yeah, because at, at, at one point Titus holds Gabrielle hostage. Like he's got a knife to her throat. And Zena yeah. picks up a ruby and, and sees that that's the most important thing to him in the world is the money, not his yeah. son or the gold or whatever. It's like, this is the most valuable thing. Mm. Yeah. So. What themes are we going to discuss in this episode? <laughs> You're actually making this very difficult for me to talk about. <laughs> She's just sitting here with a face on her. As my mother would say, a face like fizz. That's me. Face like fizz. A face like fizz. I don't know what that means. I go, it means that you're, I, grump, means you're well, being a grumpy fucker. That's what I call a face like a slapped ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... You know, the thematic approach, fucking hell. Um, so, <laughs> thematic approach, number one point we can talk about is the Joxer, Joxer, Zena and Gabrielle relationship. Yeah, jo- Joxer is the annoying little brother. Yeah. So they'll, they'll normally do anything they can to, to shake him off, get get rid of shake him, him off, go off and off. have cool girl fun on their own. But um, <laughs> is that what you're calling it? That is what I'm calling it. Is that it. a euphemism? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's that thing of I I can talk shit about my little brother, but you can't. Yeah, I can beat him up. Yeah, and Gabrielle has beaten him up. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they go. I think Zena is like very into this revenge thing. Yeah. She desperately like she she's not letting this shit go for any reason. Because she's got to get revenge on Jocks. It's not enough just to save his life, which is, yeah. you know, she wants the revenge as well. Did Jocks ever get his 100 dinars back? No. That's so, yeah, I suppose he's dangerous with it. You know? <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't hold it. Anyway. He gets it's like a back. mule with a spinning wheel. Doesn't know how he got it, and damn him, he knows how to use it. I've heard that before, but that's a very good... <laughs> that's from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, so Jocks is a danger to himself. Danger to himself and others. Someone section him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, I guess that was kind of cute. Like I'm gonna count where the episode's two points come from. Guess what my <laughs> score is. <laughs> so yeah, and I guess like oh, I can I like I know that you don't find it as objectionable as I do. No. Can we talk about why the fuck why? The homophobia of the constant <laughs> additions of male love interests. Well, we kind of we kind of know that Zena's bi, don't we? Really? No, she can be bi. That's fine. But like the the thing is, right? That she's quite obviously in a committed relationship with Gabrielle, who eggs her on at one point. Yeah. Like it's just it's you know what gets me right. See, see, these episodes are written for the general audience who didn't who for some reason. Yes are incapable of seeing the obvious subtext, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's what these episodes are for. And But for me, the cognitive dissonance of these episodes is yeah. just too much. I can't cope with it. I hate it. You know? It's... Do, you, do you think maybe... Okay, here's, here's a take. So <laughs> it's generally in, in fandom and fanfic, so Xena is a top. 
<laughs> right. And just and Gabrielle's like, look, do you know what? Sometimes for goodness sake, just, your just wild go and just go and get laid. <laughs> you're you're doing all the hard work with, with me. So just just go and treat yourself. No. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Gabrielle's like, I've got a sprained ankle this week. You better go and find a man. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Like, I've read the fanfic, okay? Like, at the beginning, Gabrielle's like, no, you wouldn't, not to an injured woman. Uh. I've read plenty of fanfic. I know what she'll do to an injured woman. <laughs> in a cave? In a cave for a season? Yeah, it's kind of more... Wintering hurt, in a cave. Hurt and discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... Yeah. I was saying this to you, right? We didn't... We're not objected to every single new potential soulmate of the week. Talus, we didn't object to. No, way because, back in no, season one. No, but that's one. because he was a twink and no, it's because he was nice. Okay, he was genuinely nice, and he had things in common with Gabrielle, and you could understand why he, why she liked him. And the same with David. Um. Yeah, I guess they had something in common, but like he wasn't really a proper new potential soulmate of the week because he actually wasn't interested in her. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He was betrothed or something, wasn't he? Yeah, and like, but like, see this guy. Maybe I'm just too gay. I think I think you're too gay. So he's <laughs> he's clean. He's is that the fucking bar? He's clean, pretty much. Jesus Christ! He's clean. He's square of jaw, blue of eye, pretty of face. Hasn't got ridiculous hair. The bar for men is in the is in the fucking center of the earth. Like it is, it is in it is in the. Fucking molten but, earth's core. But he is Zena's type. He's he's a bad boy. He's kind of he's quite good. He's kind of good looking. He he can fight, but he turns out to be actually surprisingly honourable. But that's because he falls for Zena. Don't look at me like that. Um. <laughs> Don't look at me with that face. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Oh, he's no Draco, well, he's, is he? He's, he's no, no Draco. Draco, but he's no Ulysses either. I put this. I, I put this on a par with Ulysses. I do not. Uh, I put this guy on a par with Ulysses. Man, nothing like, is as bad as they Ulysses. Look ex- they look exactly the same. They do not. <laughs> they really don't. But I'm starting to feel like my wife now. My wife has this problem that she cannot tell. <laughs> she can't tell white, uh, brown-haired white men apart. Mm. Every man, every white man with brown hair is the same to her. Uh, yeah. And you know, fair. That is yeah. fair. They are largely interchangeable, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, in this episode, there, there are actually no interchangeable men because Joxa, thankfully, is one of a kind, never broke the mould, um, <laughs> in horror at what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, this guy, Rafe, who's um, tall, naughty and handsome. Uh, we've got Mick Hucknell, who is not really any of those things. Yeah, what is he then? Uh we've we've got Titus the the casino owner who's He's an old man covered in gold. Dripping in bling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lucky me, lucky me, look at what I'm dripping with. <laughs> Go on, what's that from? Uh Annie. You know oh what? okay. Some women are dripping with diamonds. Oh right. You know. I wonder what you're going to say then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's Daddy Warbucks, is he? 
no, Daddy, not Daddy Warbucks had a had a no. He's more a rooster. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's yeah. Tim Curry, but older. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! Right. He's he's quite good. So okay, if we if we if we can't agree on the <laughs> characters or anything, <laughs> we we actually have a few half decent guest stars. I think Titus is actually quite good. Is he? Okay. I wasn't paying attention. Yes. Sorry, am I ruining? Sweet equestra, this is hard work. Holy hera. (laughs) (laughs) This Rafe guy, I thought for the whole episode that he was someone else. Who do you think he was? I can't. It'll come to me later. It'll come to me one day. He was uh, another guy from another show. But I looked up what else he's been in, and it wasn't, it wasn't that. Him, but that's, no, that's it wasn't him. But great, it, that's a great just... story. Fuck <laughs> off! You'll, you'll dine out on that some, one for years. It was just some other interchangeable white man with brown hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to point out, she doesn't have this problem with any other races, specifically white men with brown hair. This is your wife. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, specifically, white men with brown hair. Um, and okay. I said this once to, I said this to a group of people once, and they were like, "That's fair." So I feel like. <laughs> I feel like that's justified. I yeah, when you look at lineups for um things like Love Island and all those kinds of things, that they <laughs> are identical. Same. It's all the same yeah, chunk of beefcake. They've they've used the same headshot of the same guy <laughs> eleven times or Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so who else do you think was good then, right? I'll let you talk. Who else uh, do see, you think was good? See I've I've li- I've actually when I said there are a few good guest stars, because... Well, Mick Hucknall was okay. I think. I think actually in this in this role. Okay. Uh, yeah. I I didn't object to Rafe in the way that that you do. I really object to Rafe. Yeah. Oh, but, I but after to that, him. yeah, I have run out actually. You've run out of good Ma- guest mainly. Stars. It was Titus who was quite good. Okay, Titus Andronicus. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> Mick Hucknall, I was kind of. Rem- I was also remembering as him as the role he played in Greeks Bearing Gifts, where he was shifty and double crossing, yeah, which kind of helped with the 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 con the triple cross thing. And I couldn't remember if it was a double, triple, quadruple. Couldn't remember how much yeah. double bluffing there was. I thought I thought it was real actually. <laughs> I'd forgotten when he when he went to the dark side. Yeah, when he went to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that might could well have been real. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it was a hangover from his previous role. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so he, it it looks like an accident, but he he does end up stabbing Rafe, and I said, <laughs> I said, oh no, this will this will be like that bit in Hot Fuzz where where Nick Frost sticks a fork in his eye, but it's actually a ketchup. sachet of tomato ketchup. Yeah. Which is a great scene, yeah. And uh, and Wonka was looking at her phone and not watching the episode and apparently not even reading the wiki properly. Said, no, it. no, he's dead. He's dead. I was skimming it. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was the con was carried out quite well because it, it did look quite. I mean, I know it's acting and it's all a written show anyway, but they it was it looked as if he was horrified at what he'd done and killed his mm. mate and everything. Yeah. Okay. But. <laughs> And then this is when this is when they do the horrible thing, which is make them kiss. And it's like, you veil, uh, uh, uh. but not very convincingly. Oh, that's because she wasn't Zena kissing back. She yeah, she wasn't she, really kissing back. She didn't inhale. No. Uh, 
Yeah, she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't all that into giving tongue to a guy who was dying. No, weirdly. No, it's funny that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Would I have liked this episode more if they had, if it had been Autolycus? Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Because Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And at one point, when they're when yeah. they're doing their fancy dress in the market square thing, uh, Rafe is dressed up as Gabrielle. They're dressed up as a wealthy couple. Yeah, and he is kind of dressed as Autolycus. He he's got the, as he's got the soul patch and the tash and the green vest and yeah. Or so Chris like, Campbell yeah. just wasn't available. Yeah, it could be. And that's why they had to dip into the the yeah. actor pool. Let's let's tell ourselves that. Twat. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, anyway, like, but, no, but, um, okay, this is where they get, this is where the episode's going to get the second point. Okay. It was Xena's, uh, Xena's dressing up acting. Yeah, that's um, good. And also how stupid everyone is as soon as she puts a blonde wig on. Yes. Right? So on, <laughs> she, she puts a blonde wig on, right? And then despite the fact that the guy, Leo, the son, mm-hmm. had seen her before. Yeah. Uh, did not recognise her, but that I think that's because he wasn't looking at her face ever. Yeah, um, blonde wig and draw, drawing attention to cleavage. Yeah, yeah. And she got to do a bit of Meg, didn't she? Yeah. There was a yeah. bit of a, a <laughs> there was a bit of Oda Meg about the Definitely. about her her acting that there. Yeah. In that in that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and like the, she stole a ruby by putting it down her back down her cleavage. Yeah, there's a cleavage switcheroo. And then there's a sweaty bollocks thing. Ah, like <laughs> horrid. Do you think this? Do you think this recording is as unhinged as the one we did earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how some people say they like it when we do bad episodes. Who says anything about us? I don't. I'm not aware of anyone. It was Jamalot, I think. Oh, Jamalot Hi, Jamalot and Doctor Dr. Caps. Doctor Mora Caps. I'm sure they both said they like it when we do bad episodes. So, oh, cool. This is for you. <laughs> this is for you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, okay, it, Flam's going to give it like seven out of ten or something because she thinks it's good. Um, I I don't hate it as much as you do. <laughs> I don't resent it for not having Autolycus in as badly as you I, do. I, it's not even that it's not got... It's, that's not what I resent it for. That is not what I resent it for. No, it's the... You know what I resent it, it for. It's the <laughs> com- compulsory heterosexuality. The comp yeah. yeah. Yeah, I genuinely... It is that cognitive dissonance thing. I can't stand yeah. it. It's like, this is a show for... This, see, right, this is my comfort show. Because yeah. this show is for us, right? It yeah, feels yeah, yeah. really feels like it is for us. And then you get these wee little little microaggressions that come mm. up once or twice a season that yeah. remind you, actually... No, you know, I, I, was... think it, I think it's, <clears throat> this is for you, but let them think they're getting something. Yeah, well, this explains it's why... It's straight baiting. Straight baiting, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. I guess this explains why I didn't remember anything at all about the episode because I this is probably the second time I've ever seen it. Yeah, I I must have seen it more more than once because I I always used to watch them straight back again, mm. and I and I did a, I've done a few rewatches though not for quite a long time, um up until this, uh but I hadn't really remembered it but I'm kind of surprised because I think that visually I think it's a really nice episode I think the casino setup it it okay ancient Greek roulette yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Oh, and we and we get the obligatory with the roulette wheel. We get the obligatory 
during the fight scene, a guy having his face pushed in the roulette wheel and going blum, 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 <laughs> as it spins around. That was quite good. That was quite nice. That's funny. That was one of the things I laughed at when you weren't watching. You know, a couple of you laughing at the jokes, and it was a, it was a guy going blum, 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 blum. That's what I was laughing at. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Fine then. So I like I quite like the opulence of the casino. So the 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 set and the props and the costume that that was all quite good. So I was like the kind mm-hmm. of craft of it. Yeah, I suppose mm. I'm still giving it to it a ten. I didn't like Jocks are being beaten quite as badly as I did, but I did quite like him just not talking and doing anything in the episode. Yeah, was, he was the. This is was... probably the best Joxer episode for that reason. <laughs> He was the MacGuffin of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Last week it was was. the urn of Apollo. And this week he's the urn of Apollo. Yes, this this, this week's inanimate object. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Poor old jock. So he got a bit of a raw deal Mm. this episode. You know, he gets conned by Mick Hucknell and fuckwit of the week. Yeah. And like... (laughs) Doesn't get his hundred dinars back. Doesn't get his hundred dinars back. Fair and square. But how could he? He wouldn't have won a hundred (laughs) dinars. <laughs> what even is a hundred dinars? Like, what's the exchange rate? Did wasn't there a thing? Was, there was a thing. There was a <laughs> Wush.org did a yeah. Did a, I think probably a series of uh, academic articles on uh, the topic. The economics um, of Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to dig that out at some point and, and yeah, work it and out. work out how much hundred dinars. What what was, yeah. what is a hundred dinars worth in today's economy? Probably it, half a tank of petrol. And I think because. It, <laughs> Because it was the the exchange was applied very haphazardly, I think, it, I think we'll have to take that as as an indication of what supply and demand was like. Yeah. In those days, so it's like you know, a loaf of bread will be three dinars, and then a pair of boots will be, I don't know, five million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Star Trek star dates; they just make the numbers up. Yeah. People have tried to fit it into some sort of timeline. Well, of course they have. Yeah, of course they have. <laughs> but there's literally no point. Yeah, <laughs> because they I, do. Well, I, I'm pretty they sure do just the make them up. Pretty sure that's the same with the exchange rate. Probably. Yeah. 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 Oh right. Okay. Do you want to say anything more about the episode? <laughs> this is what you said for the last episode, and it's really passive aggressive. <laughs> it's not passive. <laughs> no, it's not actually. <laughs> I think it's sad. Yeah, I think it's it's a shame. You'll have to come and visit visit again, because Will I think I? it's a shame that the two episodes yeah, we've chosen to record turkeys. this week have been a bit <laughs> shit. I mean, I actually yeah. I mean like last week was better because even though I hated Tara and she was really annoying, yeah, at least at you least, could get your teeth into that. Yeah, and at, and then at least there was some nice things about it, and yeah. also like a little bit of character development with Gabrielle, maybe a little bit of foreshadowing. This one you could very you could very much skip it. There's nothing to it. Yeah, the own the only takeaway is the found family thing with and we Joxel, already which we knew would, that which we'd rather not have anyway. But we already knew. Yeah. Yeah. You already yeah. knew that he was the annoying little cousin. You know. Yeah. So it's it is absolute filler. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's filler. And now I know that. See, the thing is right. These days, scripted shows don't have filler episodes, mm. right? Because they're all prestige. Every show's a fucking prestige show now. Yeah. And the you get ten episodes per season, and you don't get filler episodes anymore. And yeah. we do miss them. It's they are important. Yeah, it's they're a, there for it's a beat, isn't it? Yeah, they're there for pacing and for character development and all that. And and it would be get it would be better. Like a lot of shows would be better if they had filler yeah. episodes in them. Yeah. 
like the new Star Trek Star Trek Discovery is absolute dog shit <laughs> um, and it really needs more of the like because the old Star Treks you got 24 episodes a season and a lot of them were just quiet little, little sci-fi episodes mm. it wasn't about some arc they were all episodic that's the yeah. point I yeah, miss yeah, yeah. episodic TV I miss it so much he's yeah. like this it seems does it as a as a nice does it it's a nice blend isn't it mm-hmm. kind of by the time we get to, to season two and definitely from this season it's a it's a blend of there's an overarching story yeah which includes a number of different arcs yeah and also some episodic and stuff. also yeah. episodic standalone things yeah. yeah. So for that point of view, maybe I'll bump it up to three for being a standalone episode, which mm. is something that, which is something that some TV shows could learn from. Yeah. <coughs> Discovery. <coughs> um, but yeah, no, I really didn't like it. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I'm going to give it a five. Okay. I think it's okay. For you the... gave last week six. So do you think this episode's not as good as last week's? Uh, Gabrielle didn't invent charades in this. Mm, that's true. She didn't beat a fourteen-year-old <laughs> child. <laughs> uh, um, well, it's different, isn't it? And I and we did we had some character we got some character development stuff out of last week's. Right. Like you say there wasn't really anything apart from mm-hmm. haven't really seen Zena being that defensive of Jocks of the Four, so maybe that's a bit of progress or development, but. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. In summary. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a, a a very bland five from me. <laughs> and I'll have an actively offended two. I'm not. Oh, you've it. Down, I've you've gone back downsized down to, it again. I've gone back down. I can't. I just can't. I can't. All right. I so, will never watch this episode again. So the bard's, <laughs> eye, bard's eye view of King Kong is three and a half. Oh, points. No, three and a half points. I feel like that's yeah. that's fair. I feel that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we got coming up? What's next? I've when already in, forgotten. When in Rome. Oh, no, that's a proper episode. It is a it? proper episode, thank God. All righty. But you'll be back home. Well, you'll be when in... We can when do another in... one. Let's we'll <laughs> do another one now. No. <laughs> Let's do the show right here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the rest of the season. Yeah. Um. No. I've had enough. I've had enough <laughs> recording podcasts for one weekend. Alrighty. We'll do it next weekend. Okay. Yeah. So I'll see <laughs> you next weekend. And uh, guys, we'll see you uh, next Monday. We'll be back with another episode of Buzz Eye View. And it will be win in Rome. Yeah. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bird's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bird's Eye Podcast. And subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon. And of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.